Um, hey, I'm Claire Rosencrantz, and I am here with, er, on introducing? You can say whatever you want. You're on here um, in... Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Let me redo it. <laughs> hey, I'm Claire Rosencrantz, and I'm here on introducing. Welcome, another episode of Introducing for you and a nice little short one for you this week because this artist is as fresh as it gets. I'm going to introduce you to Claire Rosencrantz. Now, you may have seen her. She was out here in Australia not that long ago for Splendour in the Grass and just before the release of her debut album, Just Because, which is a belter and some great track names, even if you haven't heard them just yet. Sad in Hawaii, Screw Time, which has a great film clip attached to it, Pools and Palm Trees, which must be a song about every second one of my mates and their tattoos. Um, She's very popular here. You may know her, right? She's clocked up close to, or over now, 60 million streams just in Australia. And look, she was never going to be anything but a muso. She grew up in LA. I mean, come on, LA. Um, A musical parent. She was never going to be a vet or a lifeguard or anything. She was always going to do this. She was signed to Republic Records at 16, and here she is. You're going to love her. My chat with Claire Rosencrantz. Enjoy. Welcome to Australia. Thank you. I'm going to assume this is your first time. It is my first time. And and I'm speaking to you on what is Sydney's coldest day of the year so far. I know. (laughs) That's crazy, though. It's not very cold. But this morning we went to Bondi. Yeah, of course you did, because everyone has to go to Bondi. Really cold, though. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where where are you from in the US? Um, I mean, LA, but a place called the Gore Hills. Agora Hills. Yes. Oh, that sounds fancy. It's nice. It's- <laughs> I'm in. I'm in a little canyon. Oh um, yeah. And I'm like ten minutes from the beach, so it's amazing. Very nice. I, everything I read about you, it starts with saying you've got very musical parents. So oh t- yeah. Talk to me about growing up, um, and what you were listening to, and and what what it was like being a kid, and what you were exposed to music-wise. Yeah, I mean, I was just really exposed to my parents constantly playing music so my dad was a composer producer when I was growing up and he was working on tv shows and commercials and all that stuff and then my mom she would play piano and my dad was also a, a first chair violinist um and he's very classically trained oh, well, I was a violinist too I don't think no I ever way. made it to first chair but um, <laughs> I, I, I was good at faking because if, if there's like 10 violins sometimes if you miss the part you just, just like... lift your bow off the string a bit and just go <laughs> That's so funny. Well, you know what? It's, music's just all about confidence, totally. right? Yeah. It's a little bit of talent confidence. and then a heap of confidence. Exactly. <laughs> it's true, actually. You need that. You can't really do it without that. Fake it till you make it is a big... I don't, sure. I'm assuming it's, an, it's a worldwide expression. Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but he would always play his violin in like the living room on a looper. And so constantly listening to them do that. And yeah. uh, I, I loved it. And I, I was never like forced into doing it myself Mm -hmm. like my parents were both just like I mean I was just like enveloped in it and then I kind of found the love for it myself and honestly kind of thought it was like a family situation until eventually I was like wait a second I can do this like for myself and make my own songs and I was writing since I was eight years old probably but it all just kind of like I don't know I was just in the middle of all of it and eventually it kind of pushed me to be like hey 
I want to be an artist. <laughs> and see, most most parents, I would assume, would discourage their children from going into a world of music. But yeah. it feels like you were very well supported. So oh, that's absolutely. So like you don't want that. You want a real job, dude. They were like that with everything. I mean, like I was homeschooled for most of my life too, and yeah, I right. like wanted to dance. And uh, they were like, "Okay, you want to dance?" They're like, "Cool." You want to be homeschooled for a dance? They're like, "Cool." You want to go to school for your cool? Like, <laughs> yeah, good. Um, but yeah, and now it helps, or it has helped me a lot now. To to just be very independent and yeah, follow through with my goals. <laughs> now we'll talk about your music in a second, but do you remember the first song you wrote when you were eight? Oh my goodness. <laughs> I actually, like, I don't know what it's called and I do not know where to find it, but it was about a pond in Paris and I, I've never even been to Paris still. <laughs> still? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very random. The little girl, I mean, I've got a young daughter. I think Paris is just something that you all aspire to. You know, that, that totally. makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, my daughter's never been to Paris either, but she loves the Eiffel <laughs> Tower. I get it. Yeah, I think it's about like lily pads and a canoe. And Oh, that's good. Normally yeah. it's about heartbreak or something, but I guess at eight, you're not really, you don't yeah, know what don't that is I yet. I don't think I knew, yeah. Thankfully, that's a good thing. That's yes. a good thing. Uh, and I've just seen the video for Screw Time. Mm-hmm. That looks like a lot of fun to make. You have a lot of oh, yeah. cool different looks in that, so in that fun. clip. Yeah, that was actually, that was a really fun video um my friend sam he directed it and Mm -hmm. so it was just fun to be able to do a video with him and it was literally just me like running around a junkyard and on a spinning clock and i gotta smash some things and (laughs) drive a car on pch so yeah it was a good time (laughs) yeah so between say the song about um the lily pads in paris and and screw time (laughs) in the middle there where did things get really serious like do you remember a moment I mean, you're only very young, but yeah. the, the moment that just things went... Yeah, like, honestly, I would say my whole entire album that I'm about to put out, or yeah. have I already put it out on this? <laughs> no, October 6th, just because your debut, I mean, you've released EPs, but yes. it must feel very... There's 13 tracks on it, I've got to say. Lots. <laughs> but some of the track names are already... like Even like Where's Anderson and Banksy. Mm-hmm. Totally. <laughs> I love yep. all that. Yeah, those are sick. <laughs> yeah, so do you think it is the fact that you put this album together? Is that the moment for you? Um. Yeah, I think so. And who knows, I feel like probably in a year I'm going to look at it and be like, eh, like that's like little kid mm-hmm. <laughs> status. Yeah. And then- but, you, but you know when it g- gets huge, <laughs> that we're going to expect True. you to play those songs for the rest of your totally. life. Totally, yeah. So you got to make sure they're good ones. Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm pretty confident about that. I mean, honestly, I get sick of my songs so fast, and this album, I feel like I haven't really gotten so, like, disgusted by it yet. <laughs> so, that's really extreme, but I really like it. Oh, like, is, there one, that. <laughs> is there one that you look back at that you're like, what was I thinking? Out of the album. No, 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 no oh, but just anything. In general. Yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. I don't, want you to, I don't want you to take the piss out of the album that hasn't come out yet. I don't think that'll be very good. <laughs> yeah, I'm like... Yeah, actually hate yeah. all of them. I hate track seven so much. It sucks. <laughs> no, is there one that you look back at and you're like, nah. oh yeah, yeah, um, a handful for sure. I would say my song "Real Life." Um, oh yeah, that was horrible. But you know, people like it, so that's the main thing. I feel that way about my song "Hotel" too, which is one that a lot of people love for yes. some reason. Um, is that does that make you feel? Because I, I think we we're just talking at the start of this chat, right, about confidence, mm-hmm. and I think with the internet now, I don't want to sound like I'm ancient, but I feel <laughs> like it, in a weird way, music's a lot more disposable. But in saying that, you can create, that you can keep going. So if if there was something you didn't love, you know, two two months ago, you can just mm-hmm. you can fix that, like totally. by putting something else out or putting it on the internet. Or yeah, that's comforting. Sometimes it feels like my old stuff is like me, and I'm like, no, that's not me anymore. It was me at it 
one point in time mm-hmm. so and it's cool it's still like helping people get through stuff or relate to stuff like yeah and whatever time of life they're going through but it's not yeah. me anymore so now i have new music for that <laughs> yeah well I'm, i bet you're really excited Oct- where are you gonna be october 6th where have you got something big planned brandon do you know where i'm gonna be october 6th am i just around where, where's the big album party, you know? Where, where are we, are Probably we invited? Probably my house, bro. Fly to LA. I don't think anyone knows. Okay. Probably. LA's a good spot for yeah, it, Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. Hang with all my friends. Although, although in saying that, um, it's probably more now, but you've had like 58 to 60 million streams just in Australia alone. Sick. <laughs> what, what do you think about... Uh, has, have the Aussie fans been been nice to you? Oh, Obviously yeah. we are. For sure. You guys are really nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely a lot nicer, I feel like, than people in America in general. But, um, no, I have really great fans over there, too. But I... Yeah, I don't know. I haven't really, like, come face-to-face yeah. with them yet, so... Am I the first Australian you've met? Surely not. Oh, yeah. <laughs> top five, at least. Top five. Definitely. <laughs> um, you're going to meet a lot at Splendour in the Grass, because Splendour in the Grass is, like, my favourite weekend of the year. Good. Um, and I'm you're excited. playing Friday Friday at Splendour. Yes, What have you I been am... told about Splendour in the Grass? Honestly, I have a couple friends who moved from over here to where mm-hmm. or LA, mm-hmm. and they were like, "Claire, this is a really good festival. Yeah. Like, you're gonna have a lot of fun." And I was like, "Cool," but I don't, I don't know a lot about it. It sounds yeah. so fun, though. You're gonna get to hang out there a little bit, or are you just literally in and out? Hopefully, I mean, I don't get to go all the other days, but Friday, I think yeah. I have time to go see some shows. Yeah, so. you should. Well, it's just thirty thousand really happy people. <laughs> Epic. Yeah, because <laughs> see, last year was they called it Splendor in the Mud. Because it yes. was, we had so much rain for like I heard years. That. Yeah. But I feel that the weather's going to be very good for you. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, so tell us what's next then. I don't, I don't want to like obviously the, the album's huge. Like, are, are we going to mm-hmm. see a, a bigger tour potentially very soon? Oh yeah, that's in the works. Yeah, I actually just got a little something yesterday oh, for did that. You? Yeah, <laughs> um, which will probably probably be announced when the album comes out. Okay, so, good. Yeah. Um, and then uh, ju- I'm doing like a little tour a week after I get back from here. Mm. I don't know what they it's some in August. Yeah. Um and then yeah, I think I'm just kind of hanging hopefully. What are your live shows like? Cuz if there's anything looking at your film clips and then meeting you now, there's a lot, there's a lot of energy. <laughs> Lots of energy. <laughs> yeah, I'm just having a really good time. Like, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. I love that. You're infectious. Yeah, I'm in my own world for sure. Like uh, I think I just go out and take it out as an opportunity to like let go of anything that I'm holding on to and then also just like I, well, sometimes I'm literally thinking about, like, what I'm going to eat and, like, I'm so disconnected that I can just do whatever I want. And then other times I'm, like, really thinking about what I meant when I wrote these songs and that kind of just goes through my body and then yeah. I'm, like, bouncing everywhere. <laughs> Were your yeah. parents being so influential, in the, especially at the start of your career? What, have you have you sat them down to listen to the album? Well, my dad is very involved in yes. um, my music process, so he has touched all the al- or all the songs on the album musically. And was it hard for you to play it to him, or because you kind of been doing that your whole life? It was like this is just what we do. It was it was normal, honestly. Yeah. And like uh, when he hears my songs, he doesn't listen to the lyrics really he listens to the production and then like oh, yeah. once they're out or like yeah i guess once they're finished he's like oh this is what that's about or like oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i'm very like comfortable with my parents so yeah yeah 
Oh, that's so good. Well, it's been a pleasure to meet you. As I said, you're playing. Well, you're playing tonight at the Oxford Art Factory, but that that won't be. Uh, we the podcast will be out after that. But that's a great venue. Heck it's a really yeah. great venue. I'm and then Splendor in the Grass, you're going to absolutely love it. Um, we like to finish though with you introducing us to someone. So, like anyone that you're listening to at the moment, for like oh, any music okay. that you're loving at the moment, who would you like to introduce us to? Oh, um. I've been saying I want to introduce you to Yubba. <laughs> Who? Yubba. Do yeah. you know Yubba? How do you spell it? No. Y-E-B-B-A. She's pretty big, but... Okay. I'm trying to think who else. I feel like there was a, like a newer artist I've been listening to. I don't know, but that um, her album Live at the Electric Lady, that oh, has yeah? been really nice <laughs> during this season of life. So, yeah, great. Yeah. Are you listening to a lot of stuff when you're like traveling and stuff like that? Are you always listening to other music or are you a bit more in your own? Um, no, I listen to a lot of different music right now. I don't really know where I am. Like, (laughs) I think I downloaded five albums for the plane and uh, all very different. Yes. Um, but, but again, that's yeah. another thing about the internet. I think like with streaming services and stuff, like we're not really in our genre anymore. Like you can no. like this and you can like that. Totally. I mean, even Amer- a lot of American country music has become big in mm-hmm. Australia just all of a sudden. Yeah. On our pop radio. Really? Yeah. Which has never really been something that we've been that into. Really? And Australia yeah. has a little country scene, which is a little bit more like just drinking in trucks and stuff totally. like that. Totally. <laughs> yeah, I would have never really thought of Australian country. No, no one has. So don't feel bad. But it's coming. <laughs> it's coming. But like, pleasure to meet you good luck with it just because the album's out october 6 and we're loving screw time it's been an absolute pleasure to meet you thank you so much <laughs>